You're listening to the best breakfast show in the land. On the line, we've got family therapist and parent coach Ayanda. Good morning. Welcome. Morning. Uh, morning to all the listeners. Morning. So I didn't know that it's 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 healthy and acceptable that kids lie between the ages of four and seventeen. I didn't know that that's a normal thing. Well, we all lie. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So, yeah. Nala will ask you, how do I look in this outfit today? <laughs> and you don't want to say, uh... <laughs> You're always looking hot. Okay. Again. <laughs> I get it. But then, when does the, when does the normal acceptable lying um, become unacceptable? Or when you know that someone's a patho- pathological liar? Yeah, so so we kind of define it in three ways. There's the normal lying, you know, five lives a day, you look really pretty, I'm okay, you know, those kind of lies. And then you get like a prolific type of lies where, you know, you're just lying for the sake of lying. And you want to maybe feel better about yourself or just telling something that didn't really happen. And then the most serious situation is the pathological type of lying where you just like, you know, uh, it, the story is so mixed up. The person probably doesn't even remember the next day that that's the story that they told. Mm. <laughs> and obviously, in terms of healthy imagination, it's kind of nice when children do have that. And if you, you as a parent, are able to tell, you know, there, there is a creativity that comes with it. But there is obviously a need for us as parents to always know what's happening in our children's lives and having them be reliable uh, sources of information is very important. So now the reality is what we really need to be thinking about is why do our children lie to us and what, what level is it in terms of the lie that they're telling. So if you're the mom or the dad who really throws a tantrum, everything, everything goes wrong, most likely your child is going to not want to tell you the truth because they're afraid of how you react. So you kind of have to weigh how you react to situations to make it safe for them to open up to you. What about uh, situations where, as parents, we are the first ones to actually teach our children to lie by saying stuff like, okay, the police are going to come and arrest you. You know, stuff when they like don't that. Come. When yes, when they're not going to do that, you know, just to That's kind of keep them in check. How much of an effect does that have on them and how they lie in future? Absolutely. And now we talk about the whole concept about modeling and the importance of it as <laughs> as, as 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 showing our children what is the right and acceptable social behaviors. So if you're telling the children that there's a boogeyman or whatever, mm. you know, fairy, Father Christmas, you know, you kind of like, okay, and, and that's why we said some lives are okay, but there's certain times where you kind of have to know, even as a parent, you need to be really careful about how you um, communicate so that your children know that, wait, this is something that happens often and this is okay and this is not okay. Mm-hmm. Just those open conversations are really important. For me, the issue is when your child is lying, you kind of have to, to be able to pick up in terms of their body language, their tone, and, and try to think, okay, why could they be lying? And then, and then try to bring yourself to their level to, let's say, I'll make an example. Let's say, for instance, your child spilled milk, and, and, they, 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 and then you ask, you know exactly who spilled the milk. But rather create the environment at home where you say, oopsie, ooh, I see we made a little mess here. Let's wipe this up. 
you know, and then and then encourage to say things like accidents happen. Even mommy sometimes makes accidents, and then you just bringing a bit of a calm around that idea. And then obviously, when they grow older, they'll know that accident happens part of life. You you, you touched on something which is so important um, about the fact that sometimes kids lie because of our reactions to when they tell us the truth, right? Um, yes. A simple thing like your child comes into the car, they don't have their jersey. You know because you bought this thing that they don't have it. You can see that they don't have it. And I don't know how, but you know when they've lost it. And you say to them, where is your jersey? And they say that jersey's at home. Your immediate reaction is anger, right? And <laughs> and unleashing things that you're not allowed to unleash. What 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 is the right reaction in that situation? I think what's really important is for parents to understand that you have to deal separately with, with the lie and the actual behavior. So in the instance, I'll make an example, the child has painted the wall. You know very well that they painted the wall Not and they're so lying. <laughs> you know? <laughs> you want to be able to, to, to give them the consequences in such a way that you allow them to get a bucket of water and wipe off the wall because that's, you know very well that they did that. And then you also want to have a conversation with them about maybe why they painted the wall. And, and then look at alternatives. You know, your child likes drawing. Allow them to, to be in a space where they're going to enjoy that drawing by maybe buying chalks rather. And then show them, this is the floor outside. You are welcome to draw anytime here. Mommy won't have a problem with you doing that. Ayanda, look, look we, we're done with the serious conversation. I just want to ask you something. When you were growing up, did, you, did your parents hit you? Did you come from parents who used to hit kids, like our parents? Oh, Oh, definitely. I'm listening. That is what I'm, li- I'm, I'm asking because I'm listening to you saying, you say, oopsie, that's a problem. Oopsie. Yo, that thing is hard to say to kids sometimes <laughs> eh? <laughs> because of how we grew up. Yeah. Yeah. I think for me, because of, because of the beating up that I experienced growing up, I was very deliberate in saying I would never do that to my children. Yeah. And I've kind of been very deliberate in creating an environment where we are able to have open conversations, where we are more of a consequence and choice-driven family. And that's kind of the message I try to deliver to a lot of the parents that I work with. Because, you know... The, the beating up has a fear thing that it kind of like brings, you know. And yet, when you're able to do things like choices and consequences, the skills that your children learn include being able to stand up for themselves. Mm-hmm. And not only just up to you, Wangani, but they're actually going to be able to stand up for themselves when it comes to their teachers, to their friends, all of that. So it becomes like a lifetime skill. So I'm very deliberate about making sure that I'm empowering them with every opportunity that I can get so that should I not be there tomorrow they someone will they'll be able to stand up for themselves we, we appreciate you a lot man she's a family therapist and parent coach and thank you so much we'll chat to you again i know that for, for a fact thank you <laughs> thank you bye hashtag the takeoff at radio 2000 za on all social media platforms be part of an award-winning team